The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, September 14th edition. We have a eight-game main slate we will break down for you. There's also a three-game early slate that is disgusting, but if you got the itch, you got the itch. And then there's one game, the Rockies at the Diamondbacks. You can only get on the 12-game all-day slate. They could have snuck that into the early slate. Might have made it four games and a little appealing, but... Tis DraftKings, and they did not, and they did not put a great pitching option in the players' pool for tonight's eight-game slate. So instead of 16 starting pitchers available, we have 15 DraftKings strikes again with their lack of baseball knowledge. They have some of the longest of long-shot prospects that have been on the player pool for a month now or longer. But guys that actually get calls, they have no clue of and have no chance of putting them in. It's just uh, it's something I can rant about every time, and I probably have, so I apologize. But my goodness, it's horrible. Uh, quick look at your weather. If you're on the day slate, Oakland at Boston, when blowing out to right center, pretty good clip. And in the night slate, Seattle, Texas, blowing in from right center, 12 miles an hour or more. Slight ch- chances of rain throughout the night slate, nothing more than 15% for the most part at the moment. That can obviously change. Here are your totals on the day. you got White Sox at Tigers to be determined because we have a new pitcher for the Tigers, Chad Bell, the lefty. Oakland at Boston is 10.5. By the way, no total below 8.5 today. That's a sign for you already. But Oakland, Boston, 10.5. Cincinnati, St. Louis, 9. Rockies, D-backs, 9.5. Braves, Nationals, 8.5. Orioles, Yankees, we're waiting on. Marlins, Phillies, 9. Royals, Indians, 9.5. Mets, Cubs, 8.5. Mariners, Rangers, 11. That's with the wind blowing in. Blue Jays, Twins, 9. Astros, Angels, 8.5. Yeah, pitching is very bad, so we're going to do this nice and quickly on your eight-game main slate. If you are playing the early slate, you look at literally uh, Luke Weaver's 10-9. He's expensive as expensive can be. Great spot, no problem with it, but I'm looking at guys like... uh, uh, or Pomerantz is in a good spot, too, with big K upside. He's over 10K. But uh, Shields in the mid-sevens, Gossett at 65, and Bell, all just complete toss-up, make you want to vomit in your mouth. But 
they will get, afford you every bat under the sun, and there's gonna be a lot of offense today. So I'd rather I'd rather go to battle with the big bats, I think, unless you can find some value you like, which you might be able to do. So there's your quick thirty second three game slate breakdown. Now back to the eight game slate. Your top price pitcher is Jose Barrios at ten thousand eight hundred bucks at home against the Toronto Blue Jays, and I wanted to emphasize at home, he's a different pitcher on the road. Eleven point six fantasy points on average uh, at home. 24.8. It's a 2.54 ERA compared to a 5.14, and at home, 63 strikeouts and 60 in a third innings pitched, only three home runs allowed in that period. Facing a Toronto Blue Jays ball club that strikes out 21% of the time versus right-handed pitchers, Barrios is in a very, very intriguing spot. We know we've seen him struggle from time to time. It makes you want to scratch your head like, what is going on? But it's a very good spot. Lefty's 326, righty's 277. You know, I don't mind Urena or Smoke, even a little Morales. You want to punt with Gones. There's your lefties to look at. But as a whole, Donaldson's a good ball player. He's back to slumping a bit. You got Bautista. We'll see who's behind the dish. They might put Miggy Montero, another lefty, out there. But most of those lefties, like I mentioned, don't even scare you. Urena's going to stay in the ballpark. For the most part, Gones does, unless he runs into one. Your real main threats are Smoke and maybe Morales. Barrios at 10, um, 10 8 is a very, very intriguing spot tonight if you feel like paying up. Next up, Tanner Rourke at 10 2 at home against the Atlanta Braves. This is an interesting match because the Braves have beaten him up in two starts. 10 innings pitch, 10 earned, 7 Ks, averaging 3.8. If you don't want to go there, I get it. I've mentioned so many times Tanner Rourke is tilting, but he's on one of his grooves. 19 points against Philly, 29 6, 26 5, 22 6. Uh, and then some 12s, and an 18, 14, 35. He's so up and down, it's scary. He doesn't, he, he'll usually get you at least around 13, 14, 15 points at the least. For 10, for 10, two, you want way more than that, obviously. The Braves have the lowest total on the slate at 299. Lefties hit him at a 356 clip. Righties only 264. The other part about Tanner Roark is the Braves don't strike out a ton, 19.3%. He's not a huge strikeout guy, a little over 21%. 48% ground ball rate, 27% hard contact rate. So Tanner at 10-2 is very tilting. The upside is tremendous. That's why I wanted to mention him. But you wouldn't be surprised if it went the other way. I do like it, but you saw what they did to Scherzer eventually last night. The Braves' bats are not are no joke. Albies... Um, you know, and Ciarte, Marquecas, Freeman, Kemp's even hitting well. There's no joke. I will have Braves bats tonight. So you can use work if you like, but he's he's pricey, and you need that upside to hit. My top option in this 10K and above range is Brad Peacock, $10,100 at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Peacock. On the road, better than at home, a 295 ERA, 16.3 DraftKings points per start, 82 Ks in 64 innings pitched. Uh, he has 12 Ks in 11 innings versus the Angels, but giving up five runs as well. So he's averaging 10 points to start versus the Angels. Since Mr. Peacock's return, um, he's actually been around for the most part, but he was in the pen for a bit. His last few starts, 23-8, 13-8, 1 at the Angels. Pitched very well in six innings, one earned, eight Ks, and then 20.6 against the A's. So did very well, especially against a team that does not strike out a ton in the Anaheim Angels. They strike out less than 20% of the time, but Peacock strikes out over 31%. Walks are always a problem with him, 10.6% walk rate. But everything else is very, very solid for Peacock. The Angels, 
have a total of 434. Lefties 328, righties 241. Peacock is my guy up top at 10-1. Seconded by Berrios, thirded by Rourke, if you feel like playing that game. You drop down to 9,700. You got Masahiro Tanaka. Tanaka has been dealing of late. Uh, he's averaging 21 points a game at home. His two starts against Baltimore this year, not the greatest combined. But uh, after a blow-up in Texas, which happens, Boston 19-6, Seattle 33-6, and 18-2 against Detroit. Blow-up at Toronto, the back of Detroit 21-3, 46-8. Tanaka is back uh, for the most part in that groove. Way, way, way more good starts than bad these days. Baltimore strikes out over 22% of the time. He's, his swinging strike rate keeps climbing. It's up to 14.5%, almost a 50% ground ball rate to go with a near 25% strikeout rate. Um, Baltimore does have tons of power. There's no sugarcoating that. So if you want to fade Tanaka, no problem with it. He's a GPP play in that at 9,700, and I will be definitely rostering some of him this evening. Now it gets really nasty, and I mean really nasty. We're looking at guys like Jose Urena, $7,800 at the Philadelphia Phillies. Urena's coming off a start against Atlanta where he had 22.7 points in six and a third, five Ks. Prior to that, seven and six hits, one and three Ks against Philadelphia for 15 points. Got beat up at Washington, then at Philly, 15.1 again, 14.5. 6-6, six, six, then a 19-1, The upside is very, very good with Urena. Hopefully 15-plus points at $7,800. Philly does strike out close to 24% of the time. Their bats are live right now, though. You saw it yesterday, the day before. They're stroking it. They have a 4-7-7 total. Lefty's 3-14, righty's 3-0-1. Urena's getting better and better and better. He might be a guy to definitely, definitely keep an eye on next year. But for tonight at $7,800, he is in play at that price tag on a short slate against a team that strikes out a ton. The whole goal is give up a little if you have to. Just don't get shelled and we're in the ball game. So you're at 78. Going to get a little contrarian here because everybody and their mom wants to see the, the Indians win number 22. Hey, and they still can. But give me some Jake Junis at $6,200 uh, going up against the Tribe. He's coming off at 18.9, then 11-1, 28-4, 19 This kid can pitch. Very, very good young arm with Jake June at 6200 bucks. Downside is it's Cleveland, for one. They just don't strike out a ton, 19.4% K rate. But he doesn't walk many. Decent strikeout. Hard contact still too high, which is terrifying against an Indians team with a total of 590. Lefty's 344, righty's 318. They have the highest total on the slate. So if you don't want to gamble, I get it. Don't go there. But Junis at 6200 is one of those guys that could put up a very, very solid start. You even saw yesterday they scored a couple runs early and they still didn't blow the doors off the place. The night before, they didn't either. Kluber, a 2-0 complete game shutout. They have a phenomenal offense. There is zero sugarcoating these facts. At the same time, they're human. They don't blow up every day. They might tonight. But Junis at 6200 bucks does have some extreme value to it. Then you're getting dicey. Guys like Seth Lugo, 6K at the Cubs. Lugo coming off 22.5 against Cincy. Got beat up at Houston. Got you 12 points at Washington. I'd take 12 points. I'd like 15 or more, but I'd take 12. He's about a you know a 12 to 15 guy with the upside for the 20s if the strikeouts are there. And they are with the Cubs. That's why I wanted to talk about them. They definitely are with the Cubs. Cubs strike out 22.5% of the time. Lugo's not walking many. 
But uh, the hard contact's pretty high. Decent strikeout. Good ground ball rate. Cubs 5-4-0 total. Lefties 325. Righties 326. They've been quiet for a long time. They had a big night last night, the Cubs offense. But as a whole, rather quiet. Could they blow up Lugo? No doubt about it. It wouldn't surprise you. But for 6K, again, you have to take gambles on the slate unless you're paying for all the 10Ks in Tanaka. Then you'll have to get every value bat under the sun. If you want to get any big-name value bats or big-name bats, you're going to have to take some gambles, and they're all going to be gambles when you have no totals below 8.5 and, and, you know, over half your slate is 7800 bucks or below. Even over half, I could say, is under 6800 bucks. You're going to have to gamble. So Junis and then Lugo. And last but not least, Wade Miley will be not owned at all. 5800 bucks at the New York Yankees. Yeah, at the New York Yankees. But in two starts against the Yankees, 10 innings, two earned, 11 Ks for 14 DraftKings points. He's that guy that, sure, he can get shelled. He got 7.4 points at Cleveland his last time out. But prior to that, 17-9 against Toronto. 15-3 at Boston. 20.1 against Oakland. A 7.7. But at 5800 bucks, not the end of the world. 30.2. 13.1, 17.7, 6.1. He's been actually pretty darn good. Uh, even his blow-ups, he's getting you six or seven points, which aren't the end of the world. They're not negative numbers at 5,800 bucks. That would destroy you. At least at 5,800 bucks, he's getting, you know, like an RBI double if it was an outfielder for you. If he gets you double-digit points, we're talking home run-ish. You're getting close to dongs. This is a good thing at Wade Miley at 5,800. Yes, the Yankees are big boy bats. It's nice being in Yankee Stadium, not Baltimore. Baltimore's much livelier. Um, and the Yankees strike out 22.2% of the time versus lefties outside of Sanchez and sometimes Judge, but not even Judge of late. His last, you know, month and a half, obviously, if you paid attention, has not been great. The Yankees as a whole have very suspect numbers against left-handed hitting, uh, pitching, especially in Yankee Stadium this year. It's very, very interesting. They do have Castro back now, which helps, and Didi always hits lefties well, but as a whole, they haven't been the world beaters you'd expect as the Yankees. But Miley, as long as he's not walking, guys, he has an over 12% walk rate. He's very, very good. K rate's okay. Ground ball of 51.2%. Um, lefty's 275. Righty's 366. 5800 bucks. He's probably one of my favorite in the punt department down here. I will be brutally honest with you. But uh, from, from Urena down, I got Urena 1, Miley 2, Junis 3, Lugo 4. So to recap, your pitching options. Up top, you got Peacock at one, Barrios at two, Tanner Rourke third. In the middle, you got Tanaka by himself at 97. Then you got Urena, Miley, Junis, and Lugo. Quite an ugly slate. Um, th- did I mention Thursday Night Football's back tonight? Check out the two point conversion. NFL DFS Pod Week 2 edition is out with myself, James, and Bucks. They're having some technical difficulties with the line for the first, you know third or so of the show got it fixed out then it's beautiful after that but just hang with it really good info all around uh we got around the bases with bubba and mo dropped last night episode 29 we interviewed chris cotillo of sb nation and the site manager for mlb daily dish you've seen chris on uh, mlb network and other places great interview with him to go with other news and findings by myself and mo uh check out uh you got the NFL Power Rankings by Richard. Survivor's coming out. We have some more NFL DFS content coming up. Golf's teeing off on Thursday. You got NASCAR this weekend, MMA this weekend. Doc will have the Saturday Edge piece. EPL Match Day 5 picks by Squanto are out. That's a funny article. We got a lot going on at the thesportsdegens.com, at thesportsdegens. So go check that out and uh, let us know what you think. The more the merrier. Keep this bad boy running and growing. 
But back to your bats, the catcher's position, Gary Sanchez, 47. I said he's the one that matches lefties. If you're not using Miley, Sanchez is a great play today. Uh, more GPP than cash, but I could even go cash on a slate like this. No problem there. I see DraftKings uh, is broken. They don't even have the opposing pitchers lined up here to help me out. That's beautiful. But uh, with the uh, Cubs versus Lugo, I did mention their team total was 5-4, lefties 325, righties 326. If Wilson Contreras is back and clean up again at 3,700, that is a very sneaky nice play. Do not hate that at all. Um, who's pitching for Philly? This is pissing me off. They don't have this stuff set up for me like they usually do, or any of us, not just me. But uh, the Miami Marlins, Jake Thompson, yeah. Thompson is 347, lefties, righties 409. So Rio Muto at 37 is in play as well. A couple higher priced options you could look to. But we'd like to probably save some money. A sneakier one, Salvi Perez, 3,300 versus Josh Tomlin. Tomlin's been very, very good of late. I didn't feel like paying 9,000 for Josh Tomlin, but he has been good. But lefty's 338, righty's 335. In the past, we know Tomlin, big, big home run guy. Big home run guy. Even if he pitches well, he'll give up a dong or two. He's got a 36% hard contact rate, almost 15% home run to fly ball, only an 8% swinging strike rate, so that ball is in play a lot with Tomlin. So Salvi at 33 will be completely underowned and in play. You know, you got guys like Jason Castro versus um, the Toronto pitcher of Brett Anderson. Castro, I didn't think he'd be in the lineup the other day, double dong in a lefty lineup. I'll probably get the day off after so many days on. So look at Jimenez and Garver. In that matchup, other than that, you got like McCann at 33. Probably go elsewhere there. But um, I mentioned Garver's 31. Keep an eye on him. As you go down, Rene Rivera at 3K. If he cracks the lineup first, Lugo played good again last night. He's been swinging a great, great bat there. Uh, Miggy Montero, 2,800 versus Barrios is a value. Jimenez, 2,800 versus Brett Anderson. If he cracks the lineup for Minnesota, I don't hate on that either. The farther down you go, it's going to get much, much bleaker. If Rafi Lopez at 27, he's worth a look. Matt Wieters at 2,600 versus Mike Fultonevich. I do like that quite a bit as a value play. Nationals, a 5-5-1 total. Lefties, 375. Righties, 309. So Wieters at 26. Does bring some return in that one, if not Lobatone at 24, or even Pedro Se- uh, not Severino. Yes, yeah, Severino at 2,500. Don't mind that either. So the Washington catchers do bring back some value tonight. Other than that, check your lineups, see what pops up. First base, Edwin is 53. I'd go elsewhere. Like Rizzo at 53 is very, very nice for Lugo at home. Reese Hoskins in play against everybody right now is up to 5,200. Urena, if he's his pitches are moving like they should. He's very, very tough to take out. But when his pitches are moving, it's batting practice. So Hoskins at 52. I like Carlos Santana at 51 over Edwin at 53. Uh, lefty's 344, righty's 318 off Junis. Santana at 51, save a couple hundred bucks. But you got guys like Freddie Freeman, 4,900 versus Tanner Rourke. Uh, lots to like there. Lefty's again 356, righty's 264 off Rourke. So Freddie Freeman at 49. Then you drop down to, you know, Justin Smoking. It's Barrios at 41 if you want to go there. But a guy like Justin Bohr at $4,000 in a great hitting ballpark against Jake Thompson. Lefty's 347, righty's 409. Justin Bohr will be overlooked at 4K. Very much in play in that matchup. 
Hosmer at 39 worth a look for Tallman. Not hating that at all. Pretty sure I will double check when we get to the BBP, but I believe there are some Royals guys with some nice history off of Tomlin. You got Brandon Moss. Price tag is climbing as he continues to crush the baseball. He's first base outfield at 37. Uh, Guriel, 37 versus Nolasco is intriguing as a punt. But then you got Isaac Joey Gallo continues to not leave the ballpark. The big game, the blow-up game is coming. And that price tag keeps dropping. If you don't want to wait for it, I get it. That's fine. But 3700 bucks for Gallo at home against King Felix. Very much in play for me tonight. Texas team total of 553 is the third highest on the slate. Lefties 379. Righties 334 off of King Felix. You guys like Kendris Morales at 36, Lind at 37. They're okay. Nothing nothing jumping off the board there. But then you go to a guy like Matt Holiday, 3,500 versus the lefty Wade Miley. Holiday does hit lefties really, really well. So that's a good lower price first base option there after you look at a guy like Gallo. Yonder Alonso, 3,500 versus Trashner. Trashner continues to find ways to piss me off. And not just me, probably you guys too. Uh, Seattle has a 5.47 total, fifth low as lefties 300, righties 292. Those two numbers right there are ridiculous with Andrew Kashner. His contact rate and balls in play is through the roof. He's not striking guys out, but he's making it happen. Alonzo at 35. Seattle's bats have been, have been live in this series. Keep him in mind against Kashner. I am not going to stop fading that bum. I will flat out say it is not happening. I will target him over and over and over again. As you go down farther, you got the likes. I mentioned Garver at 31, CJ Cron at 31 for some value, but I, I like what Peacock brings to the table. We just know if he's walking guys, it's trouble, so something to keep in mind there. Other than that, check lineups. You'll probably have a value player too, like Dominic Smith against Sang. Jinho Sang is pitching for the Cubs. He's the one I'm pissed off. They don't have right-handed pitcher, minor league pitcher of the year for the Cubs for the second time. Uh, not a huge K guy in the minors this year, 6.4 Ks per nine, but, uh, very, very, doesn't walk many either. Ground ball rates over 50%. If you just get up some home runs, it is the PCL. You had a one eight Oh ERA and triple a this year, uh, a two nine, nine and double a very, very good stuff with saying, uh, again, strikeout rate and triple a was 17, seven and double a 22.1, uh, padding average against around two thirty, give or take pretty good stuff. Nothing too outrageous, but he has a big arm that they were willing to bring up and fill a gap that they need right now, so keep him in mind. But you can get Dominic Smith real, real cheap, and he has been hitting the ball very, very well of late for the um, the Mets. He's 2700 bucks, and let me give you a little recap. He went deep yesterday, so his game log 16-0-19. 9, 5, 9, 7, 0, 4, 10. Not horrible for a guy has been below 3K almost the whole time. He's 27 for Sang. And he might actually have seen him a few times coming out of AAA this year as well, unlike most of the Mets team that probably has no clue who he is except maybe him, Rosario, and a couple other guys. Second base, Jose Ramirez at 56 is always a great play. Can't hate that ever. But Brian Dozier at 51 versus the lefty Anderson is phenomenal. We know the story of Dozier versus lefties. He's very, very much in play. Robbie Cano at 5K versus Kashner I like a lot. I'd pay up for Dozier, but no problem with Cano as well against Trashner at 5K. You go down to guys like Daniel Murphy's day-to-day. If he cracks the lineup versus Fulte at 46, he's worth the look. But Ian Happ at 45 versus Lugo is very much in play. I don't even hate Whit Merrifield at 39 versus Josh Tomlin. 
We mentioned with the Royals, lefties 338, righties 335 off Tomlin, so everybody can have their fair share if they put the ball in play. As Drupal Cabrera, 39 versus saying, it's hard to go heavy on Mets because they haven't seen the kid, but one, he, he does let the ball get put in play a lot. Two, he might not go more than five or six innings. Their pen's been okay. Just things to keep in mind, but Cabrera at 39 has been swinging a very, very hot bat. Ben Zobers, 37 versus... Uh, Lugo, especially he's leading off, very good upside there. Rugio Dor, 37 versus King Felix, I like a lot. But then here's another one. D Gordon's 3700 bucks. Price tag keeps dropping eight more points last night, averaging 10.5 his last 10. I read you the game log yesterday. Keeps getting on, stealing bases. 37 for D Gordon. Um, you know, Odor and Zobers might go deep, but Gordon's got much, much more consistency in his bag. I like him a ton at that price. A guy like Starlin Castro, 36, hitting in the middle of the Yankees order versus Wade Miley is worth a look as well. Cesar Hernandez leading off at 36 isn't bad. Uh, another guy I absolutely love, Ozzy Albies. His price tag's all the way up to 34 now. We were getting him in the mid-twos for the longest time. 11 more points last night. I got a couple knocks or a couple good bat- bats, a walk and a double, I believe, or just a walk and a single off of Scherzer. His last three games, 11, 29, 14. Um, the kid's been raking raking really well 3400 against tanner Rourke. definitely like albies in this matchup farther down you go like darwin barney's swinging a good bat he's 2900 but uh, i probably wouldn't go there willie calhoun's 2800 versus king felix has a punt play ryan gones at 2600 is a punt play and then there's a few more if you check lineups and see what we have let's go to third base again jose ramirez 5600 Crush Bryant's heating up for the Cubbies. He's 5K, 21 more points last night. Back-to-back 20-point point performances. I mentioned him yesterday. As he's, He looks like he's starting to come around even in his outs. They're very lively outs, which is good to see. So 21 and 22 his last two nights going up against Lugo at 5K. Not a bad play at all. It gets overlooked a lot right now. Freeman, 49. Uh, Eduardo Escobar, 47 against Anderson. As Escobar is a switch hitter, third-base shortstop. Uh, for the Twins, not my top option at all, but he's definitely there the way they're hitting. You can't ignore the Twins. But a guy like Kyle Seeger, really hot bat right now, especially enjoying that Texas weather. 11 more points last night, averaging 11.4 his last 10. Game logs of 11, 22, and 14 in Texas alone. A uh, lot to like there at 4,500 versus Trashner. Again, that total was like 11 or 11 and a half. So keep that game on the radar. As I mentioned, every day keep it on the radar. It's been Paying off in spades. Or diamonds, I should say. Moustakis at 37 versus Tallman and Gallo at 37. Both uh, nice below 4K options for you. You go to guys like Valbuena at 34 as punts. But Derek Dietrich at 3,400 versus Jake Thompson. I like a ton down below here. A guy like, uh, we've used him a lot earlier in this year. He's back. Johan Camargo. He's been starting at third base almost every day. Third base shortstop eligible switch hitter for the Braves, 3,200, averaging seven points his last 10. His last three games, 12, 12, and 21. The kid can hit. He had a zero and a 10, so double digits in four of his last five. Good young bat with Camargo. He's 3,200, so don't sleep on him at third base or shortstop as a lower-priced option. Yandy Diaz, 3,100 against um, uh, Junis isn't bad. He lost his outfield eligibility. He's third base only now, so keep an eye on him as a low price option as well. Other than that, you know, Brian Anderson at 2600 for the Marlins is in play. J.P. Crawford, third base shortstop at 25 is also 
worth a look down below. Let's head over to the shortstop position. Lindor at 57 is outstanding. The guy just, just doesn't stop right now. Absolutely ridiculous to tear. He's on averaging 15.1 his last 10. Uh, you got guys like Trey Turner at 55 is not bad. Andrus at 46 at home against Felix is pretty solid. Again, targeting the matchup. But then Didi at 45 versus Miley. We know Didi versus lefties. Gene Segura at 43. I told you I loved him yesterday. He went deep. Another good spot for Segura tonight. Jose Reyes, he's third base shortstop. He's 41. He's never seen this same guy before unless he had a rehab start. But he's playing so, so good. 14 points on average his last 10. He has four homers, four stolen bases to go along with a, a 333 average in his last 10 games. 19 more points last night. He continues to produce leading off in that order, 19-5 and 19 his last three games. So Jose Reyes at 41, always overlooked. Keep him in mind. You got a guy like Jorge Polanco switch hitting in the middle of the Twins lineup at 4K. Slumping compared to what is the hot streak he was on, but still swinging a pretty decent bat. You got Cabrera at 39, mentioned him earlier. Marvin Gonzalez, 39 versus Nolasco, is worth a look as well. Uh, another bat to keep an eye on. My thing loads. Javi Baez, 27 points last night when he went deep. 11 points the night before. Facing Seth Lugo, he'll be severely overlooked. He's second base shortstop at 3,600. Uh, you know Javi can be tilting because he can have those four strikeout games where he swings at everything in the dirt, but he also has tremendous upside as you've seen the last two days. I mentioned Camargo at 3,200. I love that as a lower price option if he cracks the lineup. You know, Ronaldo Torres for the Yankees, second base shortstop at 3K. I'd rather try to get to, to Camargo or pay down for like Freddie Galvis at 2,900. Like those options there, or our boy still twenty seven hundred. If you're not using Barrios, you want like a one off or something. Richard Urena of the Blue Jays been leading off at twenty seven hundred. Seven more points last night, averaging seven point eight so far. Kid's been playing really well in that leadoff spot at twenty seven hundred. Gones at twenty six. You got Rojas of the Philly or the Marlins at twenty six hundred. Crawford at twenty five. Couple punt options down here if you need them. Uh, but if you don't pay up, you won't, but you might need to pay up today. So outfield, loaded as always. You got Stanton at 56. Love me some Trout at 54. Uh, Aaron Judge at 53 is not horrible. Hoskins 52. They got like Nelly Cruz at 49. Eddie Rosario, walk-off homer last night. He's 46. He's been able to hit lefties this year. Ozuna, 46. Decent options here. Reddick, 45 we like. Hanniger continues to, to rake righties and lefties in that matchup, 4,500. I love Chu and Mazzara at 44 versus King Felix. Felix obviously is not right. Jay Bruce at 43 versus Junis is very solid. Bruce went deep yesterday. Loved him in that day slate. So Bruce at 43, very good option there. Guys like Byron Buxton is down to 4,100. Hitting in the middle at Twins order against the lefty Anderson. Definitely in play. Schwarber at 41 versus Lugo's outstanding. Definite home run upside there. Upton's down to 41. He went deep yesterday. Peacock's sneaky, but you... If he's walking, guys, he'll be gone early. Keep an eye on a guy like Lonnie Chisenhall hitting at the top of that Cleveland order. He's been batting second or third lately. Uh, he's not lighting the world on fire, averaging four points his last 10. But at 4K, if the Indians go off, he's a big piece of it. So don't run to play him if you're not comfortable with him, but keep him in mind. Mentioned Marvin Gonzalez at 39. Moss at 37. Talked about him already. Um, as you scroll down, Zobris 37. Brandon Nemo at 37 versus Sang. Nemo might have seen Sang in the minors as well. Left-handed bat there, averaging 10.1 his last 10, hit in the middle of the Mets order. Like a Nemo Smith 
then maybe sprinkle in someone else or just a one-two. Super, super contrarian. Could be a complete dud, but could be very, very interesting. Ben Gamble at 37, I like a lot versus Trashner. Odebel Herrera went deep yesterday, 37. I don't even mind Althera at 37. It's righty-righty, but he's swinging a very good bat there. The Phillies' bats are live. Very, very live right now. Grossman at 36 is in play. You scroll down to the likes of Cole Calhoun at 35 is not bad. I'm not running there right now. He's kind of in his funk again. But Matt Kemp at 34 I like versus Tanner Roark. You got the likes of... Um, Nick Markakis at 33 versus Tanner. Keep the keep them in mind. The farther down you go, like Nori Aoki at 3100 versus uh, Sang is interesting. Not a must play, but interesting. Nick Williams back down to 3100 versus Urena is very very much in play. And Jason Worth 3100 versus Fultonevich, two tremendously high upside guys priced down at this position. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez, right-handed bat versus Barrios. We're not, you want lefties versus Barrios, but Hernandez is playing sneaky good. He's 3K for the Blue Jays if you need a punt option as well. Then below, you got like Willie Calhoun, second base outfield at 2,800. He's not lighting the world on fire, but that bat is legit, and it will wake up. So just if you want to wait for it to wake up, that's fine. Just keep an eye on it. You got like Victor Robles, 2,500 versus Fulty. If he cracks the lineup, that can be worth a look there. Other than that, I'll have to see what lineups bring, I think, because a lot of these names, like Lane Adams, I've loved him as a punt. He finally played yesterday and had a big game, 20 points against freaking Scherzer of all people. Three for four, two runs, a triple, a walk, one. Just big game for Lane Adams. He's a right-handed bat in that Braves lineup. That's why I didn't think he'd play, but he's 2,200. He bats towards the bottom of the order, but uh, he had a big game. Interesting prospect for the Braves in that situation. So there's your bats recapping your pitching on the slate up top. You got Peacock one, Barrios two, Rourke third. In the middle, Tanaka. Down below, Urena, Miley, Junis, and Lugo. Not many safe plays, as we've said. Let's look at your BVP for the entire day. Miggy Cabrera, 24 for 67. 10 doubles, 3 homers off big game. James Kinsler's taking him deep four times. Um... You scroll down. Jed Lowry, 4 for 7 with a double and a homer off Drew Pomeranz. Uh, Adam Duvall, 1 for 1 with a homer off Luke Weaver. Obviously not big samples versus Weaver. Ionetta, Rosales, Drury, Goldschmidt, Pollock have all taken Chad Bettis deep. Uh, Matt Holiday and Todd Frazier taking Wade Miley deep. Not bad options there. Keep them in mind. Adam Jones, 6 for 18 on the double and a homer off Tanaka. Jonathan Scopes taking him deep twice with hitting 200. Flaherty, Chris Davis, Machado all taking him deep, batting around 200. Trey Turner, 4 for 8 with a homer off Fulte. Daniel Murphy, 7 for 16, 3 doubles. Weeders, 4 for 10, 2 doubles. Enciarte, 8 for 16, a 2 doubles and a homer off Tanner Roark. Marquecas, 6 for 19, 3 homers. Matt Kemp, 5 for 15, 2 homers. Freddie Freeman, 11 for 33, 4 doubles. Those, those Braves could be, hopefully, our live today. Let's just put it that way. Tommy Joseph, 5 for 10 with a double and 2 homers off Urena. Odebel Herrera, 4 for 8 with a double and a triple. Nick Williams has taken him deep as well. Stanton has taken Thompson deep. Jay Bruce, 1 for 2 with a homer off Junis. Salvi Perez, I liked him. 18 for 38, 8 doubles, a homer, a 474 average off Josh Tomlin. Mustakis, 8 for 28, 3 doubles, 3 homers. 
Moss, Bonifacio, Merrifield, Cuthbert has taken him deep. Hosmer's taken him deep twice. Uh, Carlos Gomez, 6 for 17, two homers for Felix. Elvis Andrus, here's a sample for you. 29 for 98, four doubles, 296 average versus Felix. Sinsu Chu's got a double, two doubles and a homer. Beltre, a double and a homer. Rubio Dora, double, triple, and two homers. Napoli's taking him deep twice. Napoli's not playing, most likely. Kyle Seeger, 5 for 16 with a homer. Segura, 6 for 20, two doubles. Cano, 5 for 18. Off Trashner. Eduardo Escobar, 2 for 3 with a double. Castro, Dozier, Maurer, all doubles off Anderson. Pull holes four for 14, three doubles off Peacock. Calhoun's got a homer, but hitting buck 58. Cameron Maven, eight for 13 with a double and a homer off Nolasco. Altuve, seven for 14 with a homer. Springer, four for 10 with a homer. Brian McCann, 26 for 76, 342 average. Five doubles, nine home runs off Ricky Nolasco. Brian McCann, nine home runs off Ricky Nolasco. Yuli Gurriel, 3 for 9 with a homer. Beltran, 20 for 57 with a double and a homer. Lots to like in that matchup. So there it is. It's MLB DFS Crickets in the books. Again, check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. Mention everything that we have there. NFL DFS 2-point conversion pods. You got Around the Bases with Bubba and Mo, episode 29. You'll have the Saturday Edge with Docs, weekly college football. You got EPL picks for the weekend. You have tons of uh, NFL DFS content coming out. You got the power rankings out by Richard. He'll have his survivor picks out. We'll have NASCAR, UFC, more, more, more going on. But check us out on Twitter at thesportsdgens.com. Check me out at BDNTrick. I'll help you wherever I can, whenever I can. But more important, let's get it in. Enjoy Thursday night football tonight. Kind of a stinker, Houston at Cincinnati. But we're used to that on Thursday nights. Get you ready for the weekend. Don't forget college football as well. But good luck. Eight-game main slate broken down for you. MLB DFS Quick Hits, Thursday, September 14th edition. I'm out.